Hey guys, I'm Marcus. And I'm Abel. And we are Two Men and a Romance Novel. Hey guys, and welcome back to Two Men and a Romance Novel. I am Marcus. And I'm Abel. And we are here doing... The Deal. L. Kennedy. So once again, as always, we are not the target audience. We will be making jokes in this. They're all in good nature, and these stories are probably fantastic, but we will never know, because we are making our own. Because what we do here is we read the first and the last chapter, that's it, nothing in between, and then... We fill in what happens in between. Yep. We come up with it right here right now hopefully for your entertainment they're guaranteed entertain we had pirates in our last episode truth truth in this one the deal which is set in college like college age range whereas a lot of these normally have slightly older women like mid-20s early 30s is like the (laughs) slightly old look for most of these that's like the age range kind of caps out at like 30s i know i just think it's funny that you refer to that as slightly older when we're mid 20 mid to late 20s yeah i mean look i'm about i'm approaching 30 so i'm i'm the old hat here but for the age range that is targeting this is the the upper cap is like 30 is the latest i've seen i think the age range anybody i think it's just it has young people because they're more typically attractive more of an attractive fantasy but that's just my hypothesis i mean that's probably true i want to say that's true i don't know have you seen the notebook Yes. Like, half of that whole romance is the, the elderly couple. Fair, but not the spicy part of the romance. That's the sweet yeah, part of the romance. That's, that's true. The spicy part of the romance is when they're young. Okay, but now, back to chapter oh, yeah, one. We have a book. Right. Yes. Chapter one begins with our female protagonist, Hannah, who is sitting in her philosophy ethics class, staring at her, her crush, the guy that she has physical attraction towards his name is justin and he's the star wide receiver on the football team 100 percent creeping on oh yeah for sure more important though in this class it's a class that up until this semester have been super easy because the professor basically just made it a cakewalk and gave softball questions but then he died like two days before the, the semester began and this other professor she steps in and she is super tough she like, is that professor yeah, she's, that everybody's had. Yeah, like the one where it's the class average is a C minus, two people passed her midterm exam type professor. Which Hannah, who just BSed the entire exam, is shocked to find out she got an A. Which it, and which like it reeks to me of like the whole the whole thing about that professor. Yeah, going off on a small tangent, like everybody's had that professor that walks in. Why aren't you doing all of this? Get da 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 work. It doesn't matter. We don't care. Your class is not as important as you think it is. The school that they go to is called Briar. On top of their academics or whatever, they're also known in the story for being a big f- hockey and football school. The guy she's staring at is star wide receiver. The football team's okay. They're not great, but they're there. But their hockey team is super good, apparently. And so she's about to go and leave class. She passes Justin, her crush, and she says, he says hi to her. She kind of like gives him a, a cool little head nod. She freaks out internally. And then it cuts to our male protagonist, 
not Justin, but Garrett. Kind of throws you for a loop, a little bit well, of yeah, a, get, a prop, twist, man. Props to having like the first male character you see not be the love interest. Yeah, because it says she looks at Garrett on the outside at least, your typical jock, and so she's like, ew, he's kind of gross because she's an art. She's in the music program, I think, and so she's doing that. Garrett's kind of freaking out because he failed the midterm, and this will bring his GPA average to a C minus and to continue playing athletics at the school you have to have a c plus average across all your classes so he's freaking out if i bomb this class i will not be able to play hockey because he is a part of the hockey team and so it does say in his characterization that he likes to portray the big dumb yes. neanderthal to get ladies but the fact is he's actually really good at sciences he's a history major and so he, yeah. he enjoys that kind of stuff that kind of history that kind of factual that kind of he, he is somewhat academic He's sitting after this class, and he's, like, freaking out. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And then he sees Hannah coming down the aisle, and he goes all basically goo-goo-gaga for how attractive she is. Wow, how have I not noticed how attractive she is? <laughs> this book in particular is, like, excessively horny. Yeah. But in fairness, they're in college. Yeah. Having been on a college campus, it's accurate. Yeah. Yeah, so she comes down the aisle. He goes all horn dog for her. He's checking her out. They, like, pass, is everything okay? And he grumbles something back at her or whatever because he's still upset that he bombed this midterm. As he's following her out of the room, she trips and he sees that he, she got an A. As he's helping her pick her stuff, he sees that he, she got an A and he's like, whoa, how'd you do that? I need you to tutor me. No nah, fam. And he uses some of his tricks that he uses to get other girls and they don't work on her. Dang it, why, why is just the one girl doesn't work on? And so she brushes him off. No. I've got to prepare for my winter recital or my winter showcase, which could get me a $5,000 scholarship if we do better than the spring showcase. And so she just kind of brushes him off and he's like, well, shoot, what am I supposed to do now? And so that is where chapter one ends. And then we jump all the way to chapter 45 at the very end of the book. Woo! They're dating now! Who'd have thought? Wow. Big shocker there. I know, right? That never happens in these (laughs) books. The guy whose perspective they wrote from was the one who ended up with the girl whose perspective they wrote from. Man, like, breaking boundaries here. Mm. Gotta say, this Mm. is new ground for romance. Mm. Cut to the hockey team is now in the final four. All of the people are celebrating. Her friends are mingling with his friends. And Justin is apparently there, who he does allude to the fact that Justin was her ex-crush and kind of hints at the fact that he had the potential of stealing her away at one point. Yeah, either that or he stole her away from him, one of the two. Yeah, not really fully clear there. But then then she drops the bomb. He's banging some other girl in there. Honestly, there's a whole bunch of names here that probably matter in the grand scheme of things. But since I have no context to them, they don't matter to me. Yep. She sees that Garrett's best friend giving her the... Ah, what's the best way to do it? Jesse's girl kind of a look. Mm. I'm really pining for her. And Garrett, he wasn't even mad. It was more the the sad, he'll get over it. The He's he's kind of pathetic, kind of a... <laughs> he comes off as very, dude's pining after another girl and doesn't even have the wherewithal, hey, I like her to you. Like doesn't He's clearly doing it, but doesn't say anything to anybody. Then they wind up getting drug off. Garrett drags Hannah off to the corner where they start making out, flirt with each other for a little while. Yeah. And then admit that they love each other. Yep. Yeah, that's a pretty good summary. It it gets it gets pretty horny there at the end. Yeah. Um, there's they're like, like, oh, we should sneak off, and they they're getting all touchy touchy, but they're like, no, we sh- I shouldn't leave my own party, and, sh- and 
okay, but maybe we should. She's like, no, or something. They were both going back and forth on yes and no. They yeah. both wanted to, like, tease each other. Yeah, but then they say they love each other, and it's all cute. Because that's what love is, hornily making out in the corner. Yep, I have a 100% original idea for where this story goes, okay? Right. Lay it on me. All right, so she's getting ready her for her spring recital, right? Yes. And Garrett, you know, we find out he's always had an appreciation for the arts because you know he mentions he can be a little bit gentleman he does have a little bit of a broader appreciation he goes in and helps her comes to see her later and what here i'll help you practice your your winter performance thing if you tutor me he strikes up a deal that way and that's how they end up tutoring but then it turns out that he's actually a pretty good singer right who would have thought i I had the exact (laughs) same thought (laughs) <laughs> Who would have thought that this athlete could actually be a good singer? I- I'm glad I had this 100% original idea. <laughs> then it turns out he's a pretty good singer, right? And so the- one of her professors come in while they're practicing. Wow, you're doing really good. You should just do your winter performance with him. Well, I would, but but I've got hockey, and I can't miss hockey. And so there's this tension between the two of them, right? About should I do one but not the other? How do I balance hockey and performance and you? So she's already in the equation. At least from what I got from the first chapter, he seemed like a one-night stand kind of a guy. Yeah, he wasn't looking for anything super, super permanent right now. He just wanted... He was like, yeah, I'm perfectly fine just getting the girls for the night. Because that's basically all the girls that were throwing themselves at him at the time anyways. I'm fine with that. But as they practice, he starts to develop more long-term attraction some feelings for her as they just know each other and they become reciprocated from her oh he's not just a big dumb jock he also can sing and yeah, he's, is, he's is actually a decent guy you know, and bad boy with a heart of gold yeah yeah you know puts up a tough exterior but on the inside he's actually like smart and witty while also being a really good athlete something happens where his team gets jealous of him right again completely original idea okay yeah, his team gets going, jealous going of him, it. spending too much time with her because they're worried it's going to mess up his performance in the hockey f- game, right? And so, hey, you can't do this with her. You need to not do this performance because it's going to interfere with hockey. Yeah, ducks flock together. Yeah, no, I can do both. I can do both, but they're on the same day. And there's no way that he'll be able to make the game and the performance. But then his team and her performance people who also, for some reason, were jealous of him. Don't ask me why. I guess they were worried he was going to flake out. I don't know. <laughs> I love how this is slowly becoming a West Side story of, like, both sides trying to pull each other apart. <laughs> I mean, West Side Story was, you know, I'd call this more of, like, a college-age musical-type deal. That's just my working title right now. <laughs> college-age musical. A completely <laughs> original composition. Yes. Not at all related to High School Musical trademark. Wait, what's High School Musical? You've never heard of High School Musical? Obviously not. This is a completely original idea. You know what? That's fair. How this resolves is he goes to the big game and then right as the game and books it out of the out of the stadium and he shows up to the performance still wearing his ice skates <laughs> because he doesn't have time to change. He shows up, he's all sweaty, he's in all the, the pads and, and the ice skates and she's I knew you'd make it, but also that would have been really awkward if you didn't because then I would have just been <laughs> up here by myself trying to sing a duet. <laughs> they sing and she wins the $5,000 scholarship, and somehow she gives something back to this relationship. I'm not really sure how this reciprocated well, right now. I, think, um, I would assume it would be back to the fact that he needs help oh, with the yeah. philosophy oh, yeah, she helps, class, she- <laughs> which is the entire point. I forgot about the philosophy class. <laughs> 
You know, we only had to read two chapters, and that was only the whole of one chapter. Hey, no, I, don't know. I was going to make an excuse, but I don't have one. Um, so yeah, that's my completely original idea for what I think happened here. So I like it, but I'm going to modify it a little bit. All right, please I, do. I think that instead of the whole, he's going to have to be at the the game or the the big thing, mm-hmm. how they fix it okay. is they are the halftime show. Ooh. They convince the judges to come to the game and see that they are the Ooh. halftime show. Ooh, that's really good. And so you have this beautiful moment where she's the ugly duckling kind of thing, except she said she's hot in the beginning. Yeah, no, he was he was he was digging her heart. Yeah, I think it's gonna be like that whole thing where she's she doesn't know anything about hockey, doesn't know anything about skating, mm. and then she comes out, does a figure skate for him, and Ooh. like they have the the beautiful moment of they sing the duet together, skating together, which wins over the judges. Maybe she just hates the cold. Like at the beginning of the book, no, I hate the cold. There's no way I will ever come to a hockey game, which is weird because she lives in Massachusetts. But you know, you do I, weird things for I education. I say I don't think you can avoid cold in Massachusetts. Maybe she just still hates it. Maybe that's why she hates it. Maybe she just grew up with it and she's been around it so much that she just hates it. When I graduate, I'm moving to freaking Florida, and I will never have to deal with this stupid cold again. Yeah, yeah, that maybe potentially maybe the cold murdered her family. Or <laughs> in a dark alleyway one night. As they were coming out from the theater. And then she <laughs> no, they were said, coming out from a hockey game and the cold murdered them. And then a moth landed on her, striking her fears. Yes. And that is when she became Cat Yes, because cats chase moths. Yes. And so she has a vengeance for the moth. She she was either going to go with Cat Girl or the Chameleon, but she couldn't figure out how to, the mechanics of how to get like, a tongue to shoot hit moths. Oh, yep, that, that's fair. That's and fair. so she went with Cat Girl because that's easier. You just need claws. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm following, I'm following. And so, since then, so the story we told before, that's just the cover-up story. The real story is down below, and it's about how she is fighting the vast organized crime syndicate within her city here in Massachusetts, okay? So... It's like the origin story of Mr. Freeze. Garrett's actually going to become a scientist. Oh my goodness, no. Oh, I love that so much. <laughs> they fall in love, but then the epilogue... <laughs> is something happens and it splits them apart and he becomes this main the super villain who runs this criminal syndicate and she's like you're going down a path i cannot follow and so she takes continues to take up her mantle as this well we can't we can't can't use catwoman because that's trademarked feline female yeah she's a feline feline female yeah and so she is the feline female and trademarked yes we we have copyrighted that you can't use it and so she has to go and fight his crew. Ooh, better yet, they don't know each other is the, the, the villain or hero that they're fighting against. And so they are combating each other on the streets. But then, and then coming back to class But then coming back to class and, and being all Gucci, 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 Gucci. And, oh my goodness. This is, man, this is a good book. There's so many plots and subplots. <laughs> oh God, this was a 400-page book, so you know... 300, sorry. A lot happens between chapter 1 and chapter 2. Wow. I can't believe I can't believe it. So then I guess he gives up his life of villainy and they do their duet at the end. No, I think it ends with them it's it's a cliffhanger. They still don't know that each other that they're fighting each other as as this hero and villain. Sets up for the sequel, deals yeah. off. Yeah. Ooh. We've already got a title for it. So good. It adds a twinge of sadness or tension to the last chapter where they're being all horny for each other. Because we're being all lovey-dovey, but we don't know that 
he really wants to kill her, and she's trying to get him thrown in jail. <sighs> Man. <laughs> Man. Subversely. Okay. Subvert. What if she was actually the one causing him to fail in school the whole time? I'll make I'll make this a go, going down a whole nother path. I'll okay. give I'll give you guys a branching universe here. Okay. We're so going, we've got their right. superhero story. Alternate, alternate timeline here. Okay. Well, yeah, we got their superhero story. We've got their lovey-dovey duet story, which is more than likely what actually happened in the book, but nah, who loves that? I mean, okay. and those are not mutually exclusive, I want to be clear. Yes. It's, th- this is a choose-your-own-adventure book. Yes. As most of ours tend to be. Too many good ideas. Right? So then it turns out she actively sabotages him. Okay. He won't leave her alone. He winds up going and singing, and the music teacher likes his voice better. <gasps> and so she gets so mad. It's an enemies-to-lovers story oh. where... She gets mad because he, halfway through, he wins the 5000 doesn't even need it. Yeah, because he's like, got like a full-ride scholarship already. Yeah, and she's been actively like trying to get him to fail this course. And it turns out he's actually like been the sweet one, and she's been the really jerky one this oh. whole time. You know what? I don't need this scholarship. Here you go. Oh. You, you need to study more. And then she's like, oh, man, I'm a monster. Helps him get his grades up in the, the philosophy Oof. ethics class. Wow, man. This book has so many twists and turns. Right? Okay, here's the thing. I still don't think this is mutually exclusive to the superhero story. Okay. Oh, all of this is happening at once. Yes, as it should. Uh, yeah, okay. It's a very convoluted book. It. Oh, it's good. Yeah, so they they have that fight, or she, she realizes she's a monster, while she's still fighting him, not realizing that he is actually the monster, monster. who's, like, <laughs> freezing banks and killing... <laughs> Plants or whatever. He has explosive hockey pucks that he just whacks into stuff. (laughs) Oh, that's how he. That's how he. You know, takes out his enemies. He frees them, and then he hits the frozen them with a hockey puck, and then just shatters them. Oh, that's a brutal death. That's some like Lego Lego Batman stuff right there. Or I was gonna say like um Mortal uh, Kombat. Mortal Kombat. There you go. Yeah, that's some. I like it. Sub zeros, dude. Ah, okay. I'm gonna throw in another wrench. Okay, Justin. Yes. The guy she's crushing on in the first chapter. Oh, right. He has to, like, somehow come into play and, like, almost oh. steal oh. steal her away from Garrett. Oh, I, I've got an I, I have ideas for uh, Justin. Do enlighten me. I've got plans for Justin. Okay, so Justin here, right? He is secretly an even worse supervillain. <laughs> and <laughs> so right. the plot of the movie isn't... She is fighting against Iceman Garrett or whatever, right? But... I said, I said the plot of the movie. The plot of the book, however, no, is that... No, we're, we're trademarking all of this and turning it into a movie. Okay, cool. Uh, thank, thank you, the deal. We'll reach out to your lawyers to uh, talk about uh, legalities here. Honestly, I feel like at this point, ours should be the defining. And yeah, we, should yeah, have the, we should have the... Anyways, she and Garrett, and under their superhero, supervillain guises, have to team together to prevent Macho Man Justin, or whatever we want to call him, whatever his superhero, supervillain persona is... They have to prevent him from destroying the city or the school or whatever as he tries to go on this this rampage. <gasps> Ooh, I've got better. Oh, what if he's got like kind of a a, a Hulk esque deal where he just kind of like loses turns into a roid monster. Yeah, and so what happens is Garrett steals I, her from him. I have I have the gre- greatest superhero name for him. Okay, supervillain. I mean, okay, he's Roid Rage. Roid Rage. I like it. <laughs> He's a football player. It fits. He's Roy Rage. I like it. <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> I like that a lot. I figured. I figured you'd follow that one really well. <laughs> Stanley hit us. Up. Oh. 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 Moving on. Yeah. 
Alright, Garrett steals her away from Justin, and this causes him to go on absolutely maniacal roid rage rampage, wherein they have to fight together because he's going to destroy the hockey stadium. You can't have him destroy the college hockey stadium two days before the game and before the stadium is about to go into retirement, right? They have to team up under their superhero supervillain guises to, to stop Roid Rage, but they still don't know it's each other. And so, yeah, falling, falling. so wait, is he destroying the football stadium or is he destroying like the hockey rink? Because I think the hockey rink. rink is okay. Yeah, he's going to destroy the hockey rink because that's where Garrett, who stole his woman and broke his heart, plays, and he's just trying to steal the one <laughs> thing that Garrett loves more than her, <laughs> and that's hockey. All right, I'm following. I'm following. They have to team up, and they have to use their, their combined powers of her having cat claws that she wears, and him having his freeze ray hockey puck smash smash, but... He somehow has a slight more advantage in this, I feel like, female feline. She, she's just... She makes it work, okay? That's fair. Alright, we don't question it. She just makes it work. It's like Batman. Yeah. I mean, except without all the money, because she's a college student. She's broke. <laughs> That's accurate. They fight under their guises, and then they manage to defeat them, but without actually killing them, so he can come back in later episodes. Because everything is setting up for the sequels. Yes. Gotta get that cash grab. Yeah, so he's just in the Massachusetts equivalent of Arkham Asylum, right? <laughs> he's stuck being a janitor for the for the Patriots or something. <laughs> he's deflating football games. <laughs> footballs for their games. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh. I feel like part of our audience is going to be females that like do not understand any of these sports references we're throwing out. That's okay. It's okay. This one's for you, my fellow sports fans. This one goes out to you. Stay strong. <laughs> this romance novel. This one's for you. <laughs> so he ends up there, and they they have their, their hero villain moment. Like, well, maybe you're not so bad. Yeah, maybe you're not, but I'm still going to stop you next time. So they split up, and then... They get together as their normal, common person alter egos. And they're like, wow, did you hear what happened at the hockey rink? That's wild. Yeah. Anyways, we're having this party. We should go make out in the corner. And that's where the book ends. I, I think that's a, that's, a, that's a pretty good summary of the entire book. I don't feel like there are any plot holes whatsoever in that. And it is a flawless piece of art. Well, I mean, she couldn't have written anything with, with plot holes. Like, nothing that she could have written this good, obviously, because she wrote that, this very well. Yeah. Because she definitely wrote this. Yeah, 100%. This, this completely original idea. She definitely wrote this, and she she nailed it. I think, I think Elle nailed it right on the head. All right, well, thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, yeah, once again, thank you, guys. And please, go read the book. Tell us how close we were. We know we're, like, we got to be on the money. I, we may have missed a detail. Like, tell us the minute details we missed. Yeah, what well, well, little things maybe that... You can maybe let us know who one of those people in the last chapter is, even though I'm sure they're not important. No, none of them are important whatsoever. And the fact that Justin is at the party. Look, they let him out for a little bit, okay? Got to get your socialization in. <laughs> Yard time! Yeah. Yard time at the frat party. <laughs> what can go wrong? Yeah, thank you again for listening, and we hope to see you all next week. Bye, guys.